Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality, sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices in Recovery or Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chinookie. We acknowledge the Satuna, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. Yeah, let's start right here. Okay, so Dave, you wanted to do this episode this mm-hmm. week, and I think it's a very important episode to do. Well, what's the episode, Darcy? What episode <laughs> well, I, what about? is the episode, Dave? <laughs> what episode are you speaking of? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's my coming out story. Yes. Yeah, that's what we were going to do. Yeah, today. yeah exactly. And, um, well, I tried to do it like, like I, I think we talked about this last week. I, I tried to do it like in writing, just do a little mm-hmm. post and a little blurb. But my coming out is not like linear, right? Like it, it kind of yeah. was out and then back and then out and then kind of, and I'm not <laughs> suggesting anyone else's story is linear. Like I'm not, because I know no, that. No. Um, one of the things that I'm noticing about um, the coming out process is that for some of us who've maybe been indoctrinated by ourselves and by other people, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like I'm finding it difficult. And I'm yeah. saying that honestly, like um, it's less difficult now because I've made some decisions to continually be out. Um, over the last couple months, but I have to tell you the difference um, between being out and being visibly queer are two different things, right? Well, and you go to a lot of places where it's machismo environments. Oh, yeah. It's very, you know, I don't like the term, but a lot of people use the alpha male I like kind of environments. Like, yeah, you know what like, I've realized? It's not like alpha male stuff. It's just misogyny. Man. Yeah, like, and that's so what you're around that a lot, so mm-hmm. it, it'd be very difficult to just be like visibly out, like you said, right? Hence, it's been 48 years, man. Yeah. And I'm just now, like over the last few months, being out, right? Like, so when I was 24, I came out the first time. Um, and I didn't know really what that meant, right? Because yeah. I was just simply coming out because I knew that if I didn't deal with what was going on inside me, I was dead. Like, I knew yeah, that, yeah. right? Like, something was going on inside me, and I needed to face it. For sure. Um, I still didn't face it for a few years. I drank a lot to kind of deal with the pain. Um, unfortunately, what happened after that is I then slowly just kind of withdrew and went back mm-hmm. because it's hard to be out, right? Um, part of what people don't understand um, who aren't maybe queer or whatever, uh, well, I don't know how they could understand. Um, yeah, is, I don't. Is but... just how, how scary it is, yeah. right? Like, I don't know that, and I don't know if I could explain it either, but I can try. Like, for me, it was really scary. Like, I, well, I was... And you don't know who's going to react what way, right? Exactly, man. So... Yeah, I didn't know if I was going to get like beat up or like just abandoned or whatever. So yeah. through the years, you tell yourself all these stories, right? And, yeah. uh, because you see your friends or you see people that you know who come out, and then all of a sudden their families just kick them out of the house. They, yeah. You know, they, 
they abandon them. They, Friends abandon them. Yeah, like everybody, you know, right? Yeah. Because it's hard. Yeah. I remember, um, this is something that my, my dad said a while ago, a long time ago. He said he didn't want me to have a hard life, right? Mm -hmm. And when I came out, I think that's what his response was. We just yeah. don't want you to have a hard life. Yeah. And like now, I kind of know what he meant, right? Like, yeah. um, it's, it's like the... <clears throat> It's a little easier, I think, probably now. So anyway, I, I came out at 24, and I gradually went back, went back in. And then I decided when I sobered up, I was going to be able to accept being bisexual. But then that went away because a lot of the 12-step fellowships are 100% misogynist, right? <laughs> and it's interesting because I, I was in a group the other day. I was listening, and someone mentioned about um, an outside person who was a doctor, like a doctor, like uh, had like asked a person, like, well, isn't there shame involved? And this person said, well, no, um, I have not experienced that. And then, of course, I said, well, that's, that's fine. But other people have, yeah. right? Like, so, and that's where, that's where I'm like, okay, this is why we have to be sure that we don't assume what we, that we know other, what other people need. Right. Absolutely, and I think, I think a lot of, for a lot of straight people, it's like, oh, you, do you feel shame? But it's like, it isn't necessarily the only emotion there. Because, I mean, no. maybe you don't, like, maybe you're not ashamed of who you are. I'm not ashamed but of But you have a fear yes. of how everyone else is going to react. So yeah. it comes across as shame, mm -hmm. but it's not really that. In some people it could be, but it, sure it's, it you can't be. just be like, oh, everybody who comes out must have shame. No, well, if you'd you know? asked me, if you'd asked me when I was in my 20s, I would have said yes. Yeah. But that's because I was still feeding the shame with alcohol. Yeah. Right? Like, I was still feeding the, the guilt, the shame, and the negative behaviors that I had become accustomed to in terms of the queer lifestyle, right? Yeah. And so, of course, from that perspective, no wonder I didn't want to be out. Like, yeah. I had myself convinced that it was all dark and in the alleys and seedy. And, and of course, that's not what it's like in real life. Right? No. When you're not trying to hide, that's not how it is, yeah. right? Um, or at least it doesn't have to be. Yeah. I'm sure for some, don't get me wrong, for some, again, I recognize that we don't all start at the same place. Absolutely. We don't all have the same amount of supports or anything that's the same, right, to yeah. make it to make it identical. Um, but through the years, man, I just, I, I noticed because I paid attention to what people say, whether mm -hmm. they're saying it to me or just about people in general, yeah. I've probably heard just about everything people probably didn't want me to hear, yeah. right? Especially once they find out that you're queer. Yeah. You know, like, because then some of them feel guilty about shit they said, and they think that you're thinking the same thing. But I'm not, like the truth yeah. is, look, I forgive myself for some of the shit that I've done through my life to try right. to hide my, my queerness, my truth, um, and so I have to be able to forgive others for what they go through too. Yeah. Right. And I don't want to put. There's nothing <laughs> on other people, right? This isn't about. Um, it's not about like rebelling or anything like that. Actually, trying to be straight all those years was me rebelling. Right? Yeah. Against myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Because when I like, I mean, you and I have talked about it since coming, like, since living out. We'll just call it living out because yeah. I already came out. So. I, I've been out, but living more out loud over the last few years. Like, yeah. And a big part of that is because of Heather, right? Yep. Like Heather's influence and Heather's um, strength and courage when it comes to just being who she is. Like, man, that shit rubs off on you a little bit. Uh, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a bit through osmosis because <laughs> um, it just took a little bit of time. And then I, I decided, okay, this is probably still causing me a lot of grief. Yep. Like this, the fact that I'm not out there. Right, and it doesn't matter if I'm with somebody or not with any. Or no, you're nobody. just living who you are. Exactly, that's what this was about, and 
being being able to go out with her for ten days or whatever it was yeah. allowed me to realize like what I really do want. Yeah. Right? Like and what I don't want for sure, which is what most ten day relationships remind you of, <laughs> what you don't want. <laughs> Anything longer than that and it might be a little better. <laughs> but let's be honest, that's my first like open relationship with a man. Yeah. Right? So that to me, that was freaky, man. Like, oh, I bet. And he noticed that I was sweating a lot when we went out. Like I was, yeah. I mean, it was also July and I sweat like a, <laughs> like a, I don't know. I don't know what pigs sweat. Do they actually sweat? I don't know. Yeah, but... I don't, I just sweat like me in July. It's a lot of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sweaty, gross person. And so when we were going, when we went out, it was super hot. So yeah. I was always sweating. And so he thought I was super nervous all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, no, it's just really fucking hot, dude. <laughs> and, and I am kind of like, not nervous in a negative way, but nervous in a positive way, mm. right? Because I'm starting to feel things that I never imagined I could feel with a man, right? Like, yeah. so for, and, and I don't know where this came from, where the idea of this came from, if I adopted it. I imagine I adopted it from people around me as I grew up, but I just assumed, I started to assume that I wasn't, didn't have those kind of feelings for men, yep. right? But this, the last few months have, have awakened in me that, in fact, I do, right? Like, mm. I have not known, and we don't know until we know. Um, but this, and this is why, like, anyone who's out there who knows me and who is, like, thinking Dave's lost his mind, I haven't lost my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm actually finding it, right? Like, and so it might look like I'm losing it because I'm, I'm departing from where I've been, right? Yeah. And where I've been for 48 years, okay? Like, yeah. which is a queer man I had to pause there because I'm like, I don't even know what to call myself. A queer man. Um, because I, I can't, I'm not two-spirited, right? Because yeah. I'm not indigenous. But I do feel like I have a man and a woman in me. Yeah. For sure, right? Like, um, so I guess I'm bisexual. Um, or just queer. You just call me queer. Yeah. I like queer. Queer works for me. Um, cool. Because it's like fluid, right? It's been mm -hmm. so fluid for me over the last little while. But yeah, there's just something, man, I... Until you're out, it's hard to be out, right? Like, yeah. and, and I thought I was out before. Yeah. And, but now I realize, man, I've been pretty well hidden. Uh, and so I was working with my counselor, and, and she asked me a bunch of questions about, like, my tattoos and stuff. Because as, as we've been going along here, I've been talking to her and saying, For sure. Things are changing. Like, I don't know what's happening. And so she asked me about all my tattoos and what that was all about. And I said, off the top of my head. And she goes, yeah. And I said, well, because I was scared. Yeah. I didn't want to get people to find out, yeah. right, that I was, like, different. So instead, I scared them, or I tried so, to. That's interesting. So you do think you actually put together kind of, like, not on purpose, but, like, a subconscious look of, like, like I am, not, from I, I am not a queer guy. Yeah. Like, I'm a straight guy. You see, look at me. I have all these tattoos. I, yeah. You know, because, like, it's funny because I've, I've talked to a few people in other things that you're involved in. And even though they don't know you, they're like, oh, is that the guy that looks like this? Mm -hmm. And it's always like, you know, biker or drug dealer or, you know, just like that yeah. kind of image. And I think in a way I did go for it yeah. on purpose, right? That is interesting. Not yeah. necessarily the drug dealer or the biker. No, no, but just but that the, rugged, like, yeah, the image I'm a, of stay I'm away a man, from me. man. The image of stay away from yeah. me. Don't get too close, yeah. right? Because I'm scared. What people might have thought was that I was angry. Yep. But really what I am is scared, right? I, yeah. Throughout my life, been scared. And of course, fear is replaced by anger when you're pressed, right? Yeah. Like as soon as somebody pushes you, anger comes out, right? right. Because you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want people to know, yeah. especially some of the people that I like was around, right? 
Now, none of them were out-and-out bigots, but one of the things I, well, as far as I know, some of yeah, them probably uh, are. Probably. Let me just put that back out there. Statistically, they're probably like. Over the last three years, dude, we've learned that a lot of people are bigots, even though we yes. may not have thought they were beforehand, right? Exactly, like, yeah. And so anyway, I'm not going to cast aspersions on people except to say, it's none of your fucking business. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's nobody else's business. Mm -hmm. I understand, like I said, it may seem to like people who don't know me or who have been disconnected from me for a long time that I'm losing my mind. But trust me, I'm finding my mind. Like I'm finding my center. I'm finding my like compassion. I, I've had fewer suicidal days since being out again, right? Like I've had hmm. fewer, fewer days where I'm thinking about, okay, I want to end it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Fewer. Wow. Is it zero? No, but I have a serious depression. <laughs> so yeah. that's another thing. And exactly. it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm queer. Yeah. Right? The, I, the depression probably has become so terrible because I've worked so hard to control yeah. who knows who I am. Yeah. Right? And I mean, that's why I wanted to do a podcast, I think, about it, was because it's just it's a little bit more complicated. It's not just like I came out and then I was fine. Um, yeah. Because the straight community doesn't understand like the things they do that make us feel not fine. Oh, it's always the little things. Yeah. It's, it's the thousand little knives, right? The tiny little microaggressions that yeah. I never even recognize as microaggressions. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be throwing out the F word, like the mm -hmm. F-A-G word, and uh -uh. all these slurs and being out, like obstensively mm -hmm. hatred towards like homophobic. Most people aren't. No, because most people, I feel like, know that it's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. So they'll just, like you said, do those little things. Just to remind you, I don't yeah. agree with you. Like they'll, you know? they'll, yeah, like they rationalize other people's behaviors. Yeah, and they, you know what I mean. Or like they'll those... say things about that person in front of you or to you, trying yeah. to like nudge, nudge like that. I'm really talking about you, buddy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I find that with a lot of people when it comes to like um, other things. So mm -hmm. I would imagine it's the same thing here, where pretty much you, you know, ah, I, now I know you're not the one to talk to about. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But the good news, I like to say this too, is that. For the most part, like people that I've known, they have been so fantastic, right? Like yeah. just, and I understand, like it's it's weird. <clears throat> it must seem weird to you to all of a sudden see me in nail polish. Like it must, and I get that. I think it seems weird to our all, generation. Yeah, to our generation, that's right. Yeah. Because teenagers don't give us not. No. They like it, actually. Yeah. Probably because they realize that this is something that old queers like myself should be doing. Like to make yeah. sure kids feel comfortable, right? Like yeah. wherever they go, and I don't mean just like painting nails. I just mean like being out. Yeah. Right. And being open about the fact that it's it's okay to be queer. Yeah. Like you're not you're not sinning. Yeah. This was something that came up because like I I got some. Uh, okay. So after we get the nails done, walking with with my friend, and then I go for yeah. a walk afterwards, and I walk by those you know those street preachers with like their pamphlets <laughs> and stuff on the corners. Yeah. I know. It was like. It was like coming out of like a twilight zone because you just don't, you think like, what's the likelihood of that stuff being there when I come out with mm -hmm. nail polish? You don't even think about it, right? Right. But as I'm walking towards them, I can see their eyes, right? Like they're hardening as I get closer. Yeah. And so I get closer and closer and they're hard as nails by the time I get right up to them and I'm walking by and I smile and I go, good afternoon. <laughs> and they were just like dumbfounded, hey? Like, because I know they hate me. Oh, they don't know why they hate me, but that's what they do. Yeah. Um, and so to be... To kill them with kindness is kind of like, that's what I'm going to try yeah. to do, right? Because we have enough hate, you know, oh, yeah. and I know I've been a part of not allowing people to be free, I'm sure. I've, I've been a part of that for a part of my life where I'm sure I didn't feel like a safe place because I appear so masculine, right? And yeah. 
or because I come across as masculine. Um, the, um, one of the wonderful things about it is, as time goes on, though, we just real, I realize that it's just the only way that I'm going to be okay mm -hmm. is if I just like let myself be okay. So do you think that's really like, I know you've been in recovery for a long time. Mm -hmm. You've had a lot of birthdays. But I feel like you're Dude, still... you calling me old, eh? Yeah. You've had a shit ton of birthdays. Well, if the shoe fits, I mean... <laughs> I am wearing shoes today, too. <laughs> but I just, like, watching you over the last... What, have we been doing this since 2018, right? So four years? Yeah. So, like, you're totally different now. No, not totally. You, there's a lot of you that's different now than when mm -hmm. I met you. Just in the way you are. Just, I imagine there would be. You yeah. know, and, and part of it is this journey, I mm -hmm. think, is a huge part of it. But I think, is that like, don't you think that's kind of part of your recovery is to like really, mm -hmm. like now you're really getting to where maybe some of those issues 100%. came from, yep. you know, like some of those reasons to go drink and to go, go do those things because yeah. you were in fear, you were 100%, scared of what people would say, you yeah. were in denial, you were like, no, you know, like all whatever mm -hmm. emotions you had. Yep. So it's just kind of interesting because I feel like it's. There's the like there's a lot of stereotypes, and I feel like with recovery, it's like, oh, well, within the first two years, you're cured, mm -hmm. right? But it's like, no, even at 10 uh, years, 16 mm -hmm. years, 20 years, you can still be learning like, oh, well, we opened that little can, and I didn't even realize that. And I feel like that's kind of the last few years. That's I've seen you go, mm -hmm. you be, you're, you're as, as open and accepting of others as mm -hmm. you can be. And it's becoming more and more, and I think that just translates into yourself. Mm -hmm, I agree. And that's what it, from an outside perspective, that's what it's looked like. Cool. Is you've really worked hard just here at the podcast mm -hmm. to make people feel comfortable and telling tried. their story and yeah. whatever that is. Everybody's nervous. You got the mics. It's, mm -hmm. but then everybody five minutes in is just spilling the beans, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe that's helped you to understand that you as well can be safe. A hundred percent, Darcy. Like. Uh... I think just about everything, I think everything you said is accurate. Like, um, it, doing the podcast has helped me. One of the things that I noticed, uh, not just with the podcast, like, because this is a huge part of my, oh, my shift, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Listening to all these people, like we've, for, we've heard over 200 people's stories. Yes. And I got to tell you, like, how can you not be changed by that? Absolutely. Right? How could I not like absorb some of the courage that people have exhibited yeah. And then use it in my own life, right? Exactly. Of course, man. One of the biggest factors for me accepting this part of my life was giving up Christianity. Mm -hmm. I know that 100% it has to do with, there is, I mean, that along with everything else, right? It's yeah, all yeah. correlation into now, of course. Yeah. Um, but that was a big one because once I was able to let go of that, I was able to let go of the notion that I'm a sinner from beginning, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So as soon as that was gone, as soon as I was like, you know what? Fuck that shit. Like, you can believe what you want. And I, have, yep. I, you know, we've talked about this before. I have nothing but respect for people of faith because people of faith act like people of faith. Yeah. Right? Whereas people who are quote-unquote believers might not have much faith. Yeah. Right? And they may not act out of that faith. Absolutely. Which is totally, again, up to them. But it's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because for me, the ability to be here today with nail polish on, rainbow nail polish, and to, and to sit here and just be comfortable with that yeah. is because I let that go. Yeah. I don't have like this idea that that it makes that anybody, that any creative force would create stuff that they hated. Well, yeah, you don't have that eternal like, reconciliation you got to do like, well, nope. 
I'm gonna, I can live like this, but when I die, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to answer. Well, like, see, yeah, when you I let that go, that it's got to be a huge relief. Huge relief, man. So like, huge. Like, to think, to think that for a good 43 <clears throat> years of my life, I thought there was hell. Yeah. Like this, this idea, and don't get me wrong, I've experienced hell on earth. So if hell on earth is anything, if that's what they're talking about, well, then I've been there. Mm. Yeah. Like, lots of my friends have been there. Yeah. Right. And mo- and most of the friends who've been to the worst hell are queer friends, because yeah. straight people put us through hell. Not on purpose. It's not like yeah. they're going out ah burn the witches. I mean, some are. Yeah. Right? Some would like to. Yeah. Some would like to. But the majority of it is as we just talked about those tiny microaggressions yeah. that build up, and you're just like, you know what? Like, first of all, if I'm talking to you and you're straight, you don't have to justify everything other straight people do to me. Or yeah. say yeah. or believe like that is not necessary. You, they don't also represent all straight people. They don't in the world. any just more like, than I represent all queer people in exactly. the world, right? Like I'm just one of billions. I feel like it's that old joke, like, "Oh, you're from Canada, you must know my friend in Toronto." It's like, "Oh, you're queer, you must yeah. know Joe from Niagara Falls, who's queer too." Oh yeah, there's only nine of us. Yeah, there is. There's only about nine, maybe we're, fifteen we're across yeah. Canada. Yeah, we all sign up for the same newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, and that's it, but that's another part of being out that I've not realized because I was never really out. Out is how hard it is to meet decent folks that you want to connect yeah. with, right? And don't get me wrong, I shouldn't say that it's, it's easy to meet decent folks, but it's not as easy to meet decent folks that you want to connect with, yeah. right? Like, because there might be just something that's that they're doing that you don't want to be a part of, or and vice versa, sure. right? Like any other relationship. So, if we think about it, there's what. I heard a stat like 20% of all people have some sort of identity something. Oh, this is I a stat I heard, 20%. I'm not suggesting this is true or false. I'm just I saying, think it's way higher. But yeah, yeah, it very well could be. I'm just saying this was a conservative number that was given to me at a, at a meeting. So anyway, 20% struggle with identity, sexual identity, yeah. gender identity. Oh, okay. Kind of yeah, stuff, yeah. Right? Um, and so through that, I've started to realize that everywhere I go, 20% of people are experiencing something. And maybe I'm the 20% in that room if there's only four people or five people, right? Could be. That's fine. Um, but you don't know that. Well, and that's just an average. That room could have 80%. Well, and let's be honest. If everybody was 100% honest about what they felt and who they thought they were, maybe we'd have yeah. different numbers. Yeah. But because people can't be for whatever reason. I mean, geez, if you live in a country where it's against the law to be gay and you can be killed, you got to hide. Yeah. Like, how, how do you survive, Absolutely. Right? Um, and that's terrifying, man, yeah. to think that we almost have a similar culture in yeah. North America, man, where queer people have to <clears throat> fucking hide. And don't get me wrong, I heard this, uh, I was on, I, I don't know, it was on the fucking internet, which is always a bad idea. <laughs> but of course, I don't have cable or anything like that. So I mean, anyway, all the information is equally fallible. So, yeah. But it was talking about... Um, one person speaking for all these tiny groups, and it's just impossible to do that, right? Yeah. Because within those tiny groups, there's so much variation, yeah. right? Because it's human variation, you know? Um, and so, yeah, so I'm not speaking for anybody else but myself uh, in terms of, like, my story of coming out and how now it's important. Um, I get occasionally, I get a message from my friend who's in Bali, mm-hmm. and she just goes, just remember to stay out. Because right? mm-hmm. she knows how important that is, right? And yeah. it's so valuable to hear that. Remember to stay out. Remember, yeah. it's okay if you're scared, but stay out anyway, yeah. right? And and because, I mean, look, I'm 48. I, I, chances are no one's going to beat me up at this point. 
I mean, they might, I guess, if they really want to beat up on a queer yeah. guy. I mean, because my back's broken, they have an easy time. <laughs> but you don't look like a fella they'd like to beat up. I think that's uh, yeah. And too. you know, you know what the diff- the the truth is, Darcy. Um, nothing has changed except for me allowing my femininity to come out. Yeah. And if you think that my femininity makes me weak, yeah. well, then you are mistaken. Well, that's just it, right? Yeah. Like now that you're. But that's what masculine people think. Oh yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. They have a. They are, they're almost certain that if you're feminine, you're not going to be like tough. Yeah. Let's just go back a while in our history <laughs> and see how tough women have been. <clears throat> well, exactly. Right. Like I mean, I I just don't know where we got that idea from. Well, I know where from men. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that narrow belief that you're supposed to be like... Sorry, straight men, I meant. Yeah, you're supposed to be this football-watching, sports-loving, <clears throat> beer-drinking guy. Yep. That's kind of... I always like... I'm like, where? why? Because mm-hmm. I don't like that. I'm not queer in any way. Mm-hmm. I'm totally straight, and See? I don't want to live to that stupid stereotype. I'm but... super queer, and I love football. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Like, Are but... you saying football's queer? No. I would suggest that there's probably 20% of football players that yeah. are probably, maybe not queer, but maybe have some sort of identity struggle. Well, there that's, has to be, yeah. It's not a bad thing, though. No. That's like suggesting that if you're struggling with your identity, that means there's something wrong with you. That, too, is a fucking Christian idea. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with you if you're going through identity evolution, right? Yeah. Like, which happens in recovery, man. And I try to caution Absolutely. people on thinking that their, their answer is there. Yeah. Because the answer changes, right? And don't get me wrong, man. If Jesus jumping on a box works for you to get sober, you go follow Jesus, man. Sure. You go follow whoever you need yeah. to to stay sober and get well. Right? Exactly. I'll support you, whatever that is, because faith is important. Um, it doesn't matter what it's in. No. But in my mind, though, for myself, <clears throat> I can only do myself. I can only take care of that, yeah. my, my own shit. So I'm just going to make sure that I am open yeah. if I need to be open. Because Absolutely. other people have to do what they have to do, right? Yeah. And hopefully I get used to like the, the scrunchy faces when I'm walking down the street, right? Because the truth of the matter is, I feel absolutely fabulous <laughs> with my nails done. And I'm not going to, pro- I'm probably going to do it more. Well, let me be honest, I will do it again. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we might, we might, Sam. I might go for the long like acrylics or something like that yeah, at some why not? point. Um, but like it, it's, I've always felt feminine, yeah. right? I've always felt that way, and I've never lived that way, yeah. right? When I was, and this is probably why the real thing keeps coming up, is because for that short time, I got to be feminine all the time. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, right? Like, I loved yeah. it. I loved being able to let my femininity just come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, honestly, that's, obviously, it feels really good to yeah. be yourself, right? And, Absolutely. And to know that, um, for the most part, the people in your life are pretty solid, yeah. right? Like, I have solid humans. And the ones that aren't in my life, I mean, they can say whatever they want because they will, right? Yeah. And they'll think whatever they need to think. And, yeah. Uh, I just think it's pretty crazy to, find, to think that there's still some churches in this town that are 100% against it all, right? Like, and yeah. I know, we know some of the churches. The trouble is we don't know all the churches. Oh, yeah. And because they've changed all their programming. Yeah, um, they're very sub- yeah. subversive now. I heard somebody say that there was a program called the Genesis program, which is absolutely um, conversion therapy. Oh, yeah. So then when someone was in the program, they reported it. Nice. <laughs> and they had to stop doing it. And, and churches, just stop. Like, yeah, like stop changing the name. Just let people live. Yeah, stop giving a shit. If, you're, if the people that business. come to you yeah. want to live a certain way, 
have at her. Yep. But don't, I've always said, don't force that on everybody else. Like, you're not here trying to force me to suddenly be queer. I don't want to know That's what you happen. Yeah, and if you were, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? And I would look at you the same way I'd look at them. Like, because I would be acting out of, like, wrong. That's yeah. not right of me. You're trying to force somebody else to comply with what you yeah. think is right. Totally. And I just say, yeah, have your faith. Yep. But let others have painted nails or funky hair. Or Dude, what? Dress however you want. Yeah. Like, I, that's the thing is, like, I think we, we really got to get out of, like, you say this all the time, get out of your own way. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to take the ego out and go, yeah. why am I trying to tell some stranger that I just walk past on the sidewalk? Yeah. How they should look, mm -hmm. dress, act, walk. Yeah. Why would I do that? Totally. Like, and I just that's most of what, us won't because we're just no. like, dude. But the people that are loud and about, about yeah. you know hating people, they mm -hmm. seem to always want to tell everybody else how to live. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I'm just like, just shut up and live your life. Yeah. Like it was interesting. My friend who I went with, uh, she said maybe we could look at it like what you're what's happening is you're changing people's minds. And that's the look yeah. you're seeing on their face, is that, whoa, wait a minute, maybe people can be feminine however they look, right? Like, Absolutely. And I said, you know, that's very nice of you. And I said, that's a straight way to look at it, right? Yeah. That's a straight way to approach this problem, right? But it's yeah. not, it's, let me rephrase that, it's not a problem. It's a, it's a straight approach to the situation is to turn it into something else so that yeah. you're not offended. Yeah, right? yeah. But that's not where she was coming from. My friend was coming from that perspective of, legitimately in recovery we have to change how we frame things yep. right and so so just in case you're wondering because and i did talk about it um i think or did i talk to myself about it <laughs> either way it was a great conversation it was a great combo no i'm just kidding it was she's she was fantastic and the truth is i felt she was telling the truth she was like yeah. that's what's going to happen most of the time right there's going to always be people who are just hateful right yeah and I know that. You guys know but that. But they're hateful for you uh, because you have tattoos. Yep. Because you're tall. Because you're whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, people will always find shit to hate mm -hmm. about you. Oh, so, totally, man. Like, I'm, I'm just glad. Like, it's nice to see you just kind of living who you are. I, and it's about and, time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we all need to do that, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really interesting watching this happen. Mm -hmm. What does it look like for you, man? Because you came, we came, we started these podcasts, man. You didn't have much recovery, like... Had no recovery, really, yeah. understanding or knowledge. Yeah. And you certainly weren't out at the time. I think, well, you were with Heather, so you... Were, I was out, but I was straight passing, right? Yeah. Which was, changes how people... And it was, uh, yeah, so it was not... You weren't getting your nails painted. You weren't talking about it as much. Nope. You weren't, you know. Nope. And so it's been interesting just to see how much more open you've become. Mm -hmm. But then I've also noticed that, like you said, your depressive episodes have decreased mm -hmm. um, and things that you've said. And it's like, well, that's because you're getting closer to that, mm -hmm. that goal of like, eh, now I'm just me. who I am. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's nice, man, because then you, you don't find, I don't find myself even thinking about like criticizing other people, right? Because it's like, yeah, when you're just doing what you need to do, other people are doing what they need to do. And it's okay to leave them alone. Well, and I think when you finally are happy with you, mm -hmm. then you are suddenly like, no, I'm, I'm happy with you too. Mm -hmm. And you, and yeah. because I'm happy with me. Mm -hmm. So you're not looking, because I feel like a lot of the judgment comes from a fear that people, like like they say bullies are, they, they bully because they're actually afraid. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that because I was yeah. a bully in high school and junior high, and to a certain extent. Um, but I bullied a kid, I made him cry several times. Mm -hmm. 
And it was because I was just, you know, I wanted to be the macho kid in front of my friends, and I was yeah. afraid that people might think I'm weak, and I was afraid of this, that, and I wanted to fit in, and it, it had nothing to do with that kid or bully. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that was my shit. Yeah. So I feel like as the older I get, and the more kind of comfortable I get with me, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm less judgmental of everyone else, too. Yeah. So I can definitely see how that affects softens our heart, man, right? Yeah. Like it, and it totally has softened my heart. Like, it's allowed me to... Just look at things differently, of course, like in general, but very specific too, like for myself. Yeah. Like, how do I want to live? And well, I know that I don't want to live the way I used to live in terms of sex, right? Yeah. So this isn't all about sex. This is about yeah. like, because the truth is, I'm not nearly as interested in sex as I am in connecting with someone. Yeah. Right? It just so happens that now I, for some reason, whatever's happened, I'm just more interested in connecting with a man. Yeah. Right? And it's just the way it is. It's yep. not because I don't like women, and obviously that's not it. Yep. It's um, it's that I just, my interest in terms of romantic interest has gone, it's been awoken for men. Mm -hmm. Like, we woke that up, right? And and it was, um, we'll have to cut his name out if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Um, just take it out and go, I don't know, donkey? <laughs> Dude, go donkey. <laughs> like donkey from, yeah. do it, man, from Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Instead of donkey, <laughs> you could do it. I'll see what I can do, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, we'll just we'll take that name out, um, <laughs> just in case. I don't sure. want to. I don't want to offend. Well, I don't want to offend him. Yeah, yeah. That's not what it's about. The whole idea of you, of mentioning his name is actually it's a compliment to him. Yeah. Right. Because what he was able to do was show me a safe place mm -hmm. so that I could express my femininity, and yeah. he did that. Right. Yeah. So outside of the fact that it didn't last very long, that's okay. I didn't expect it to, really. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But it was way more than I'd expected in terms of that emotional connection and emotional response to him, right? Whereas prior to him, I thought that was impossible for me. Yeah. Like, really. Yeah. There was like a guy years ago, but I was still kind of, I was still using, so it's hard for me to really think of it in terms of anything... <clears throat> That was like relationship-wise. Right. We we did see each other more than once or twice, but it was like, I'm not sure how emotional we got. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like it was more of a sexual thing, and and this was the first time that I I really did feel um, emotionally connected. Yeah. Right. Like had we been given more time, I probably could have even fallen in love with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like maybe not him, but maybe someone else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. And again, I don't know. I noticed that it was possible, right? Yeah. I didn't feel like I loved him, but I felt like it was possible. And well, and I it never the, even imagined. It gave you the courage to do the things you've never done before, mm -hmm. like hold hands in public or mm -hmm. do things like that. And suddenly, that's now that barrier's gone. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, well, that wasn't such like it was exciting. I don't know why that was and, such a barrier anyway. But it was. Yeah. And now it's removed, and you're like, oh, now like this whole thing is opened up now. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it seems like. In, I agree. You've just kind of like awake, literally like awakened, like, wow, okay, mm -hmm. so there's more to this than, you know, just these few things. Yeah. So it's so much it's, more. it's pretty cool, actually, to uh, be honest. Thanks, man. It feels yeah. pretty cool. Like, um, to come from a place of, of growing up with this, uh, what I was always convinced was a problem, right, yeah. in my, in my, of myself, a defect of my character. And once again, this goes back to letting go of Christianity. Once that kind of slipped away, mm -hmm. it, I didn't try to get rid of that thought. It just was yeah. gone. Like it was just gone. Yeah. I I don't feel 
like I have a problem to address. Yeah. Like would I feel like I have like a truth to address, right? Yeah, yeah. Like which is a helpful, healthy truth, regardless of what ultra anyone thinks. Yeah. Um, it is just when a person can become themselves unapologetically because you don't yeah. need to apologize. Like I'm not trying to hurt anyone. And I'm 100% supportive of people who need to take time to adjust to this, totally. right? As long as they give me respect, yeah, yeah. just like they want, right? Um, <clears throat> because regardless of what your opinions are of homosexuality or any of the queer identities or however you want to describe it, um, it's none of your business. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> like, that's the bottom line. And it's, right? I, I always love the old adage, well, as long as I don't see it. Or as long as it's... But that's part of why we hid. <laughs> exactly. Is because people... But no, but that's... And that's good to mention that, Darcy, because people said that. Yeah. Right? And so it's, that's what makes it different between being out and being visibly out. Yeah. Is because we wanted... We were fine is to know that you were gay as long as you didn't act gay. Yeah, exactly. Right? We're okay with you being angry as long as you don't act angry. Yeah, you need to express your anger in a non-angry way. Exactly. <laughs> you need to express your gayness in a non-gay way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, to me, it's like saying, "Well, we're okay with you having blonde hair, yeah, as long as you don't have blonde hair." Yeah, in public, <laughs> like, like as long yeah. as I don't see it, as long as I don't see your hair. You know, it's it's yeah. like it's that silly. It is, but that's the old adage, and I'm like, yeah. now it's like, but why wouldn't they want to hold hands just like every other couple out there? Obviously, and go into a store like who cares? Every and other who couple cares? out there. Yeah. Like I saw this comedian once, and he was talking about his dad was homophobic, and he's like, okay, but are they coming for you? Like, are they gonna make you gay? He goes, well, no. Well, then what are you worried about? Mm -hmm. Like, there's. Nothing gonna happen. Every time someone says, "What are you worried about?" All I hear is Reverend Lovejoy's wife. <laughs> what about the children? <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't know about the children. What I do know is, I'm not going to hinder a child from developing into whatever they are. Right? Exactly. That's what I'm going to try to do. Well, and I think more of and us. And that means keeping my bullshit out, whatever yeah. my bullshit might be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you don't. I mean, I think more and more of us need to accept that. People are just people, well, and how people live yeah. is not my cho my choices. You make different choices than me. Whether yeah. I agree with them or not doesn't yeah. matter. You eat different foods than I do. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. <laughs> like not a bit, man. You know, so who you date doesn't matter to me. Well, and the it cool, shouldn't, right? Why? Other why than would it? if it's bad or abusive or negative. If it's painful in some way, your then I'll be concerned for you. Of course. But I'm, you know. And but, thank you for that. Yeah, right? but like, it's like, I, I just, I, it always gets me when it's like, why don't you just not care about that person standing in line at Starbucks in yeah. front of you and who they're holding hands with? How about you just focus on getting your coffee? And like, what motivates a person to care about that? Exactly. Right? Like, what motivates a person, and don't get me wrong, like, to care in a way that they take it <clears> over <throat> the top in some regard, right? Yeah, like, when I, when I see another straight couple out there who maybe who's holding hands. Like, I'm not like, oh, my God. And, mm -hmm. oh, well, they should be living like this. And I'm going to do it I just, now. I just ignore it because it's just so, <laughs> I'm so used to it. Well, why can't we do that with everyone? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, Or we go the <laughs> other way, and every time we see somebody holding hands, yeah. man, woman, whatever, <laughs> exactly. we just go, get a room. Because yeah. <laughs> no. we don't want to see anybody holding you, hands. You'll see signs on this, no shoes, no shirt, no public displays of affection. <laughs> no PDAs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that's kind of that would be the straight community's answer to saying gay. Yes, we're just gonna say you can't do any yeah, public nobody display of can affection. Nobody can do it now. Nobody. That way we don't have to worry about it.
But they'll make sure everybody knows why nobody can do it. That's right. <laughs> it's because of the queers. The yeah, queers so we can it. continue to hate you. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why people want to hate anyone, man. I don't like, know. It, it bog- that's what boggles my mind, I think, the most. Also, how it took me so long to get here. That boggles my mind a bit. Not as much because I recognize exactly like the turns I took where I was like, yeah, I got to avoid that. Mm, yeah, that's painful, man. <laughs> well, Life gets hard when you're gay, right? Yeah. Like, um, it's only hard if you keep trying to fucking hide from it. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. It, it's harder. Yeah. It's harder. Like my nervous system has taken a little bit of a beating this week, right? Because yeah, yeah. I have been more aware of yeah. people's like attention. I used to just assume when they looked at me is because they were scared, right? Because that was the whole point. Yeah. If you look at me and you get scared, you look away. And then I don't have to like deal with whatever <laughs> it is you're thinking because I'm terrified, <laughs> right? I'm terrified of telling you the truth. Um, but it's getting easier and easier. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because, you know, you talk about like the nails. And I remember in high school, like there was boys painting their nails mm-hmm. black because they were into golf and stuff. Yeah. So like... It's not like this is a recent event where men paint their nails, like in the last three months. Yep. It's been, like, I'm 47, and I was in high school. That was a long time ago, Dave. But goth doesn't mean gay, Darcy. Right, but, like, the painted nails thing just has always baffled me. Because I'm just like, really, who cares? It's like, you know, it's like people that chastise their kid for wanting to color their hair. Mm. It's like, it's hair, it just regrows. Yeah. Like, your nails will grow this off. But you know what it is? So, like, like, but it doesn't matter to me. Like, that's what yeah. I mean. It's so, in, to you, it you enjoy it. It makes mm-hmm. you feel good. Then do it. Mm-hmm. To me, it, they're just nails. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I'm straight, and I mm-hmm. never had to fight well, that identity. And, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. Having nail polish on isn't what makes me queer. Um, no. Because anyone can do whatever they want, right, yeah. with, with that. It's just that it helps me express my queer identity. Exactly. Yeah. And now, if you're just a straight guy, you could get your nails polished. It doesn't matter. Like, it actually feels really damn good on your fingers. Well, and there's, it's a massive market of men that want beauty products. Yeah. Uh, they go and get manicures and pedicures mm-hmm. regularly. Like, but there's, there's a, a lot of men doing that. But there's a line, right? This is the there line is, yeah, between, yeah, yeah. like, there's that fine line between, okay, that's about the end, that's the edge of masculinity, right? Going to get a manicure. Yeah, that's true. And then once you cross over to getting polish, and then you start enjoying it. Isn't that a funny line, though? Like it's it's hilarious, dude. You're okay to do this, bro, yeah. but you can't cross bro, that you can't line. Can't do bro. that one, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. And but I uh, and <laughs> and I noticed that a lot of like through working with my therapist, I noticed that uh, just a lot of the stuff that I put on myself, it was me, right? Like it was yeah. literally me because I was scared, right? Well, and, of course, yeah. And so I don't hold anyone else accountable for yeah. that because it's not anyone's fault. Really, what what surprised me was when my therapist suggested that, um, I don't know if she suggested it or not, but, well, said it could be possible, illuminated mm-hmm. a part of my past that could have made it so hard for me to, to open up to a relationship with a man yeah. because I was predominantly abused by men. Of course, right? yeah. And so, like, these things came out, and, and so as we talked about that, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. no wonder I was so scared. Yeah. Even when I was back selling my ass for, for money, like, I was scared, man, that people would find out I was yeah. gay, right? Exactly. I mean, even though I was doing everything very gay, right? Like, like yeah. my life was pretty gay, uh, except for I was ashamed. I had that extra layer of shame yeah. 
because I was hiding it and then piling more shame on top of it. Absolutely. Right? Um, to make sure nobody ever found out. Um, yeah. And even through the years, I think people probably <laughs> assume that's a part of my past, yeah, right? Yeah. Because some of them probably assume it's a fad. The truth is, Christianity was a fad for me. Like, yeah. that was a fad. What's really not a fad is who I am. Like, it's not yeah. a fad. And You're getting back to what, where you, like, who you are. Yeah. Which was lost all these years because of all these external influences. Yep. And I, honestly, I think it's amazing. Thanks, man. It's fun. Yeah. Like, it is. It's nerve-wracking, though. Like, it is nerve-wracking. When you when you let, try to let go of, like, all that fear, and yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, dear, nine pounds, three ounce, baby Jesus. <laughs> if you're out there, <laughs> oh, my God, get me through the day. <laughs> this old white lady's staring at my nails, and she's about to yell something at me. <laughs> Well, at least they're colored with so when you, if you finger somebody now, it's very uh, I told, colorful. Yeah, thing. I told somebody uh, I was working with the police this week too. So like when I got the nails done and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm with the police two days in a row, <laughs> right? But that's the way the universe, I think, does it on purpose. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're making this step. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you make this step, yeah. right? I'm going to make it be your life because this is your life, right? So how hard was that going into that environment for you? Just in your mind, was that a big like step? I didn't know what to expect, dude. But it yeah. was a big step for sure. And, like and I'm not I, saying it, they treated, they did anything. But in oh, your own God, mind, no. that must have been a big step. They were think. fantastic. Like yeah. this, and so it was a big step. And it was the day after I got it done too. Yeah. So I'm just like, Oof, I don't know how this is gonna go. Like <laughs> exactly. I legitimately that look on my face. I gave myself that look in the mirror before I got out of my car. <laughs> I was like. Oof. This could be really bad. <laughs> wow. But I'm going to do it anyway because I believe in the people that I know there that aren't that way. And I believe yeah. that those people are changing minds of other people. Just like yeah. when I show up and, and the district commander says, oh, my God, I love your nails. Right? Nice. As I poke, poke my head in her office to see if she want, yeah. is free for a chat. And um, that kind of stuff, like, that's important. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and for me, and I know that I, my experience with CPS is not everyone's, right? I get that. Totally, yeah. Um, this was, but my experience has been something that has been enlightening to me, yeah. right? Like, and, and we've talked about it, like in terms of even some of the chaplaincy stuff, I have found the police service to be um, absolutely hands down focused on change yeah. and evolution, right? Yeah. And that includes queer identity. Right, like, and so, um, or however you want to describe them, um, and so I'm grateful for that. So that yeah. I think was in my mind, like the support I've experienced from um, some of the sworn members with the service has been incredible, and mm -hmm. that's why I was able to even walk in there that day. Yeah, is because I just said, okay, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm scared shitless. Like I was a little scared because I was like, I don't want to get ridiculed, man. Like I don't know if yeah. I can handle it. Like I might just start crying, like because I just don't know what this. It's going to feel like, right? And everybody was just so cool. I'm sure they were thinking whatever they were thinking. I can't, I'm not trying to say yeah. that people weren't thinking stuff because I don't know. But, but at the least people, they didn't outwardly project that. No. And one of my good friends, he was like, oh my God, what's with the nails? And I just went like this and he started laughing. He goes, oh, it looks good. And then he walked away. Yeah. But like this, I mean, I think that's the way it is for most people probably. Well, and it, it's a change. Yeah. I mean, it's no different than it's when you shave your beard. Exactly. I'm like, whoa, dude, what the hell? Well, and this right? time, 
I, they hadn't seen me since I shaved my beard. Oh, wow. So not only did I have a shaved beard, but I had fingernail polish, and I had sparkly blue polish on my toes. Nice. <laughs> and I was wearing sandals. Nice. And, um, but it was, uh, I think that's where the support of the people in your life really comes in handy. Yeah. Right? Because I did think of Sam. I thought of Heather. I thought of all the people that I know mm. who have struggled with this and who might never have gotten a chance to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And so then I walked in the office and said, fuck it. Like, yeah, yeah. I said, I like these people. And I really do like the district commander downtown. Um, she's a great human. And so I want to be able to show these people who I am because I believe that they can not only handle it, but they appreciate it and they respect yeah. it. Right? And, yeah. I, and I've experienced that. So, um, but again, part of that is, is my responsibility is to be out. <laughs> and to be like open, openly saying, yeah. well, I don't really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> if something's bad. But there, sure. there's also the other side of things where I don't get offended very easily. Yeah. So somebody <laughs> has to kind of tell me I should be offended by something. <laughs> like there are some things that offend me, um, especially in terms of like queer stuff, like the F word offends me. Yeah. Unless I'm with my fellow queers and we can say it to each other, For that's sure. fine. But even then, as I get older, I don't like it as much. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm liking it less and less. It's making me feel a little queasy, and it's probably taking me back to like when I was a teenager. Right? You know, it even it even bothers me when you hear like British slang when they talk about smokes, cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Even when they say it, I'm like, whoa. I, yeah, it's and then like, I'm whoa, like, oh, dude. Okay, okay. But every <laughs> single movie, or every time I hear that, I'm mm-hmm. like, what did they just? Okay, yeah. they're talking about cigarettes, like. I know it's hilarious, dude. But it, it is. It's a word that, like, you know, for me, I just I don't ever see why I would need to use. Yeah, it's not necessary like anymore. That. No, right? Like, it's like saying something like when you say when people say something like, "That's gay." Yeah. Like I used to do that, right? Like, oh I yeah. Used to say yeah, that. I used to and do that too. I am guilty of saying that. It's been a long time. Oh, um, it's been a long time. Thank but... God for that. But I did say it because I didn't yeah. understand what it was hurting. Yeah. Right. But as we do get more new, more information and new information, I think it's important to act on that, right? And so yeah. as I grew up, I started to realize that hurt me, mm-hmm. too. Like, I was offended by it when I would say it. And so I just start, stopped saying it, because it's like, this is not helpful, right? This is a part of the yeah. problem. These yeah. words are part of the problem, because when someone says to a, a queer person, you're a fag, okay, that's like basically just shooting them in the, in the stomach, right? You're saying, yeah. hey, like, nothing about you is valuable. Exactly. Because you're a fag. Yeah. Right? And that's that's what people don't understand about the words. Yeah. Right? Because they couldn't. How could nope. straight people know how impactful it is to us? Right? Exactly. Like, you think about it. I was hidden for so long, convinced I was going to hell. Is that going to be easy to come out of? Right. No. For anyone, yeah. right? Exactly. Like, and so, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't like to blame anyone for stuff. Right? Yeah. I just hope that when people are thinking about these things, they remember that it's not about them. Yeah. Right? And that what they're really dealing with is their own insecurities about this stuff. That's exactly right? yeah. It's not about me. Yeah. Because I don't have any impact on most of those people. Yeah. Specifically, my queerness has no impact on them. Yeah. Right? But yet, somehow, people think it's their right. Yeah. Even though there's no impact on them. No. Because it's not like I'm saying, hey, Darcy, <clears throat> you've got to be gay now. Like, you've just got to be. Yeah, like, no, i got to sign up four friends to join the club. Yeah, so. dude. You get, <laughs> to you get, get the discount. You get a CD for nine cents if you sign up five friends. <laughs> it's not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> no, you're a pyramid scheme. Um, <laughs> what's that? 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> we have a gay card. I would love it. 10% uh, off. 10% off your next gayness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, it's, uh, man, it's, it makes it very complicated to come mm -hmm. out and be out, right? And, if, and, of course, the more we understand ourselves, the easier time we might have. But even then, if we understand ourselves and why we do things, we might be convinced we need to keep doing it. Right, yeah. because if you're not in a safe place, if you're not like um, safe to be yourself, first of all, you can contact our agency. Like we mm -hmm. support everyone, right? Obviously, we are we are 100% affirming agency. <laughs> like, oh, um, yeah, we're 100% <laughs> affirming. Uh, whatever it is you might be going through, um, I just know that I I didn't feel comfortable talking to even counselors about this because the first couple counselors I went to about it were Christian conversions counselors. Mm -hmm. The people who sent me there didn't know that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so in all fairness to them, they had no idea. Yeah. They just thought it was Christian counseling. I was sort of a suspect Christian. I mean, how Christian could I have been <laughs> compared, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Considering the things I was doing, I would say I wasn't um, and nor am I now. Mm -hmm. it, but it doesn't have to be that way. Right, there are some, especially nowadays. There's more ways you can find out if agencies are friendly. And by friendly, I don't just mean that they have a policy. Friendly in terms of, I mean they have queer staff. Okay. Yes. Because it's one thing to say we are affirming, mm -hmm. but I've been around agencies in Calgary for 20 plus mm -hmm. years, and I have. I'm not going to say all of them are are basically misogynistic, but the, a lot of them are. A lot of them yeah. come from a very misogynistic perspective. There, some of them are inherently anti-queer. Mm -hmm. They don't even know they're anti-queer, but they are because of some of the policies, yeah. right? And because of how they treat people. Yeah. Okay. And again, I'm not saying anything about any particular agency. This is just my experience through the years has been uh, being a queer man is your best to be quiet, right? Your best well, to be quiet. And I find with a lot of agencies or organizations or places. Yeah, they'll make a policy saying, oh, we welcome everyone. Mm -hmm. But we welcome you as long as when you get here... You don't you, show us who you are. Yeah, you kind of act the way we want you to. You yep. do what we kind of want you to. You, yep. And very you follow American. our... Yeah, and it's it's very like... Melting pot. Yeah, and kind of a colonial, like, Christian, mm -hmm. like... We're going to have this guy tell everybody else how to live their life because they're, yep. they're ordained by God. Yeah. And I just... I don't know, I just find that very weird. It is weird, man. You know? It is. Especially when you start breaking down, like, what they've been ordained to do by God. Yeah. Like, you start breaking that down, and it's like, are you sure? <laughs> well, and that's why, like, a lot of these places, like, when you get there, you you can feel it right away. It's like, yeah. mm, this is not welcoming. Yeah. Let's open to everyone, but it's not welcoming to everyone. That's a difference, too, yeah. Darcy. Like, being open and welcoming, like, I think that's what the chaplaincy program is going through. Mm -hmm. is going through being open. What was the other one? Or actually being welcoming. Being welcoming, that's right. Being open or welcoming. And now we're, we're, we're moving into a place where the whole program is going to be welcoming. Yeah. Right? Which I'm excited for. And I think it's important, like you said, you need to have people mm -hmm. of whatever, let's, let's say you're trying to fight racism. Mm -hmm. Well, four white people in a room can't solve racism no. against any particular group of people mm -hmm. because you're not the people experiencing it. Yeah. And so I think it is important if you're, a, let's say you're a church and you're an affirming church. Okay, but how many people in your church, what is that? A congregation. Congregation and stuff 
are actually openly, visibly gay or, mm-hmm. or queer or openly, whatever. Openly, visibly will be two different things. Exactly. Sometimes. Yeah. And do they feel welcome being visible? Mm-hmm. Do they? Because if they do, then I think you can start to say, yeah, we're actually affirming. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, we have a policy, it's on the wall. Look, we put a flag up, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Right? Just as long as when you get here, you look kind of like us and you don't really talk about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes everybody uncomfortable. Yeah, right? and we like, don't want to make other people yeah. uncomfortable. And that don't would dress be in a way. Don't dress in a way that makes people yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, like just, yeah. Because we're white. We should Subdued make colors, head to toe, don't show any ankle. Yeah. Oh, I, I said we're white. We shouldn't make anyone uncomfortable. What I meant was we shouldn't make anyone uncomfortable that we like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if we want your stuff, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donate and yeah. but, but don't dress how you want. <laughs> That's right. It uh, yeah, it's incredible, man. I first of all, I never would have thought that I'd be forty eight and just like kind of there, like mm-hmm. finally, right? Like there where I'm like, mm, I don't have any misgivings about it anymore, right? Like I, I believe I absolutely could love a man, like in a well, romantic yeah. sense, right? I know absolutely. I could, I love men, I love friends who are men, like yeah. I mean, in a non-romantic sense. And it makes sense that I that I could, right? And I think one of the things as we were joking around there, I was thinking about like uh, you know straight people like trying to defend themselves. Yeah. Like I don't think everyone's a bigot, so (laughs) you don't have to like do that. Like for me, because I've experienced it a bit, and I'm like, you really don't have to do that. Like I know you're not them, and and I don't feel offended like by most people. Yeah. Like you gotta be go out of your way to offend me, man. Like. Yeah. Um, we've been around a long time and we've seen lots of shit and the truth is I'm not easily offended yeah. unless somebody's being hurt about it, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, that is where a lot of people come from when it comes to like uh, queer jokes or yeah. you know, whatever it is. They're coming from a place of fear and not a place of love. Exactly. And you can, you can tell, right? Oh, immediately. Yeah. yeah. Like right from the time they open their mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hear it like, you know, I find, you know, when I'm at home with, with Sam and my wife, it's, we tell jokes and stuff, and mm-hmm. I would never say some of these jokes out to people because oh, they not. would come across as hurtful. Now, I say them to my wife, and it's not about other people or other oh, groups. It's just it's stupid jokes man. with yeah, us. It's private. And, like, um, but I just, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that to other people because, mm-hmm. well, why would you? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? They know me. They know, or I know them, and mm-hmm. we know it's not hate-filled. It's mm-hmm. not... But again, it's like, you know, I just wouldn't say that to other people because I don't know your experience. And exactly. I don't know if that's just going to yeah. be another person now that's heaped mm-hmm. on that shame or that guilt or that mm-hmm. fear or that, oh, well, that guy is not safe to talk mm-hmm. to. Right? Yeah. And I could think I'm being as innocent as possible. But mm-hmm. it's like, so I think we just got to be aware that, like, it's, and I and I hate to, like, because I feel like people, you know, it's woke and all this stuff. But I'm like... It's just about being kind to people. Yeah, it's not about being woke. Like, man. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. I don't want to be an asshole to anybody. Mm-mm. Not just because, no, Dave's queer now, so I'm going to be nice to you. <laughs> like, that would be super. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice if you were finally nice <laughs> to finally, me. Finally, whatever gets you nice to me, I don't care, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's just so stupid to me that, like, you go around with all that built up inside yeah. you. Like, just fucking let it go. Yeah, man. And, like, and understand. Be nice yeah, be nice to people and understand that if you're, if you're straight, you don't have an idea how it feels. No. 
to be like mistreated. You don't have any idea what it feels like all. when someone gives you that look. Like you don't know. No. Um, it's the same thing that I found out that I have no idea about in terms of how indigenous people are treated around this country in stores, yeah. in restaurants, in all those things. I started to observe it. And then I was able to say, I can't believe this is happening to you. Like, it's not happening to me. So yeah. I'm not going to defend it. I'm not going to yeah. justify it or rationalize why it's happening. Because that's part of what we've done as white people for a long time. To get rid, to get rid of our, um, like clear our conscience, I guess. Yeah. I'm not really sure why. Because it's not something we have to do. But we can absolutely learn. Watch, look around you. Mm-hmm. Watch when you go to a restaurant or a store and you Absolutely. see indigenous people being like mistreated. Pay attention because the same thing that they're being mistreated over, you get a pass on. Yeah. I get a pass on. Totally. Right? Um, and just and that's the same thing. I don't understand how that feels. No. I can tell it feels it looks awful, right? Yeah. I know and if it happened to me, I would be very upset. Very upset. Just like when, as a queer man, when someone says something or makes a inference or, or a slur, it's like you don't. Nobody else has to justify that or rationalize yeah. it because it doesn't make me feel better. Yeah. What it makes me feel like is that you don't understand, yeah. right? And I recognize you don't understand when you say things like that. Yeah. Because if you did understand, we don't say things like that. Yeah. We don't say, "Oh, you should just don't worry about it." They didn't mean it. Right? Exactly. Right? Oh, it was but just a joke. Kind of, it was just a joke. It's yeah. that kind of shit. It's like, you know, I know it's just a joke because I can tell when someone's mm-hmm. telling a joke. It doesn't mean it's a funny joke or yeah. that it's a joke that should be said to me. Right? Exactly. And if you ask, I will tell you. Yeah. Or if you say, hey, this joke might be offensive, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if, if you have to <laughs> warn me, then chances are you're going down one of a couple of different lanes that I don't want to be with you on. Exactly. It's going to be racist, it's going to be sexist, it's going to be bigoted yeah. in some respect, and there's no need for it. Yeah. Right? Isn't that amazing how, like, you could, I, I always laugh because, like, you'll see this, like, very attractive person, and they'll do something, like, for me, when I see somebody start to smoke, I'm just kind of like, ugh, because I'm just, I am thinking. But it, it, it's also you. when yep. it's attitudes, it's oh, like, yeah. oh, you could see the, the hottest person on the planet. <laughs> and then they'll say something sexist, racist, mm. just shitty and mean or In general, shitty, to somebody. Yep. And you're just like, oh, see, now you're just ugly. I know, dude. Like, it just totally changes your whole look mm-hmm. at them. It's like when you see these celebrities and they, you find out some nasty shit about them and you're like, yeah, nah. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's when people do that stuff. Even for me, straight guy, if somebody was to make like call you a slur in front of me mm-hmm. and be like, "Yeah, no, you're not, you're not like that's." Well, it'd be the same thing as if yeah, somebody like, did that to you, right? It's just that's I'd disgusting. Be like, Fuck like, you, like, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And they might get a bitch slap with it too, because when I got my nails did, did <laughs> that's a bitch slap coming. I'm gonna give you like a serious fucking bitch slap, especially if you're being a peckerhead. Um, it's not going to be a rainbow-colored one. It's going to be yeah. You're going to have rainbow nails across your face, man. That's what you should um, get. You should get, just get the like yeah. little rainbows put on each knuckle. I should get rainbow. That's just brass for teaching fucking rainbow lessons. <laughs> rainbow brass knuckles, man. They got the rainbows across the front. This is how we make you gay. Yeah. Do you want to be gay? <laughs> Are you tired of being straight and lame and boring? <laughs> we got the answer for you. I'm picturing like those cheap like. 
infomercials at 2 a.m. with the super steroid jacked guy. <laughs> Can you imagine what those states down south would do with that? Oh my God. If we say we're going to institute this infomercial in your states, they'd be like, you can't even say the word gay. Dude. <laughs> but what if it's a gay frog? What if it's a gay frog? So the other day I read this article and it was in Michigan. Some high school students got together. I think it was like three or four of them. And they painted this mural on the wall, right? Mm -hmm. Cool, whatever. Parents came for, like, I don't know, parent-teacher conference or something, mm -hmm. and they saw this mural, and they were just aghast. Because one of the people in the mural has rainbow socks and rainbow gloves, so this makes it gay now. So, wait, that's all that was in the picture? Oh, but there's more. Oh, wait, wait. Their other big complaint is that it, it, was, it was a little too witchcrafty. Oh, okay. And I couldn't help but think, okay, saying it's too gay and too witchcrafty in the same sentence mm -hmm. just makes you, like, it just really shows how absolutely stupid that is yeah. in 2022. It reeks of, like, like you couldn't be more Christian. Christianity, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it just reeks of that, right? Like, yeah. who, have you ever seen anything <laughs> in the last five years of your life and you looked at it and went, mm, witchcraft? Yeah. I don't think All of, the time, Like, Darcy. seriously. <laughs> And, and these people had kids. Wait, and they have jobs? Oh, like, Some wow. of them even went to college. Where's <laughs> witchcraft? And then, like, because you're wearing rainbow socks, you're, like, I just... <laughs> Somebody asked me this, oh. this week, they said, why rainbow colors? And I said, because I'm a queer man. And they just, like, their head just about blew up, dude. <laughs> like, it was... I mean, and God bless them, because I get it. Like, it's it can be... Like we've talked, like I've talked about, I, I'm not trying to assume that everybody should just be all good, right? I get yeah, that. Yeah. But you should remember it's none of your business. Like, exactly. And that if I'm willing to talk to you about it, like just accept that. Like and, and remember, even though I'm talking to you about it, it's still none of your business. Like well, of what I do or yeah. who I am. And I am going to do my best, which is very easy for me to do, I might add, to let you be you. Yeah. Right? And it's very easy for me. I don't know why. <laughs> Heaven forbid, right? Um, there must have been some sort of intervention, universal intervention, yeah. that said, Dave, you know what? Just treat everybody the same, as best you can. And I'm like, I'll try my best. Well, what baffles me is this painted nails doesn't suddenly change who Dave is. I know, man. Like, you're still the like, pretty much the same Dave. Same yes, Dave, Yes, you've changed. You're yeah. being more visible, and that's awesome. Yep. But at the core, you're still the same Dave. Like, oh, you're yeah. still doing your work. You're yep. still helping others. You're still in recovery. You're yep. still going to meetings. You're, you know, like, mm -hmm. so why, why do I even need to react to you? Like, well, I think that's most what baffles people don't. me. Yeah. yeah. Most people don't react, right? Like, I've, I've gone to my, like I said, I went to the police this week and then yeah. also to a couple of 12-step fellowship meetings, and it was great. That's awesome. Yeah, because, but, you know, that was, you remember when we had Chris on the podcast? Mm -hmm. And... We, him and I both were talking about being more open in meetings and being yeah, more, yeah. Um, well, I was, I guess, talking about it because I yeah. know that sometimes I get clammy in there like, and I shut up because I've, I'm so used to how misogynistic it is and yeah, not yeah. a safe place. But eventually, I have to do the same thing that I would hope for others, right? I have to yeah. be myself in there. And yeah. it, the more myself in there I am, the better I am to others. The better, more useful I'll be, right? Sure. And that includes me if, if I'm gay. Right, like it, yeah. it includes me being who I am. It includes all of Dave. All of Dave. That's right. Not yeah. just a part of it. Yeah. Which is what I was convinced I could only have a part of me in there. 
because yeah. those rooms are the way they are, yeah. right? Whereas now I've been around long enough, I know that I have every right to be there, yeah. however I am. Absolutely. Right? And um, I guess it just took me a long time to figure that out. <laughs> Do you find that the rooms now, though, are perhaps not, I'm not saying all rooms, but like at least the rooms you go to or you've been to in the last little while, do you feel like they are becoming more op open and accepting of, of I think they're on the precipice. Of, yeah. Yeah. I think they're on the precipice because one of the things I've noticed, um, and I'll, I'll give credit where it's due, I've noticed that they've started most, some meetings, well, the ones that I've been a privy to, and I think it's more than that, obviously, have started to read a safety statement in the beginning oh, okay. of the meeting. This is something that I've never heard before, before yep. last year. And yep. so now that I'm hearing it more and more, I am excited about it. Nice. Because what that statement is proceeding yeah. are big changes. Right? Yeah. It's proceeding big changes. The fifth Absolutely. edition of the book, the um, where they yeah. change some of the gender terms. Nice. Right? They're going after yeah. the gender stuff in there, which is fantastic. Because, God, that's been a long time coming. Yeah. That and some of the racism. I think eventually... <laughs> <laughs> Just some of it, though. Not all of it. We can't care. Well, no, I, no. Don't, I don't <laughs> think... It's I don't think they're going to be able to address both at once. Is my yeah, no, for sure. Because change is so hard. It, right? it will take a while. And yeah. like, how how long do you think it was? It took us to convince them to change some of the gender terms. Like, well, um, it's like a hundred years now. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, just to get rid of the word God. Yeah. Right or He, when it's referring to God. Yeah. Like yeah. that's all over the book, man. So yeah. that's a big change, and I respect that. <clears throat> totally. I, yeah. I know that um, much like that change, other changes will come later. Like, yeah that will be more inclusive For in sure, terms yeah. of, because it's really not that hard to do. Like no. there are some sections in the book where you could very easily take it out and make it non-gender non specific. Right? Or not racist, or, or not sexist, or, or not, not racist, or, or not Christian based. kind of based. Yeah. yeah. Well, that book has to be, because when that book was written, that's where it came from. True. But it can kind of translate to a faith as opposed to just yeah. the more dogmatic Christianity. And, and evolve into, like, what they could include in the book is some, like, stuff about Islam, some stuff about, like, Buddhism, sure. Hinduism. Because then you start including some of these, um, what the Christian faith likes to call, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not quoting anyone in particular, but the only thing I can think why the Christians think everyone else is wrong is because most of them are brown. Like, yeah. Right, most colors. of the countries are, are that colors. have Mus like Islam, um, Hinduism, Buddhism are countries where they're a different color. Yeah, right. And we all know how welcoming white people are in terms of you know sharing their faiths. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's the our faith is right, yours is wrong. That's right. So. Well, and that's the biggest reason why Christianity just doesn't fit. Is like, yes. But, I mean, that's not the biggest one. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but it's a big it's reason. It's one of many. Yeah, it's one of many reasons why it just doesn't fit. Because if you're telling me that, like, yeah. you're not a Christian, right? No. And so if you're not a Christian, that means you're going to hell? I don't believe it. I don't no. believe it, man. I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't either. I think it's horseshit. Any more than I would believe Sam. Like, yeah. like this is horseshit, right? Um, and so, yeah, that horseshit is gone. <laughs> But I mean, you know, we're seeing a rise in this hate and this trying to tell people how to live their lives, yeah. especially down in the States. And if you think that's not happening in Canada, you're wrong. No, everywhere. Because those groups are getting inspired here in Canada by what's happened down in the States, mm -hmm. where you have like 12-year-olds who get raped and get pregnant and have to carry this child, things like that, or incest. Yeah. And it's like, how does that compute on a moral compass? But that's but yeah. because it's very Christian-based. Yeah. 
And I hate to say it, but Christianity does not have a good history, and it does not have a good current on how it treats people mm -hmm. who don't fit and do what they tell you. And that's why you know? we are, have a culture of blaming victims, is yes. because we come from that perspective. Absolutely. If you're not going to do what I tell you, it's your fault. Yeah, and then you're going to pay for that's it. That's right. If you're going to dress that yeah. way when you go out, you have every right to be raped. Exactly. Right? Like, that's basically what they're saying. Yeah. Every right <clears throat> that's going to happen to you if you dress like that. It's like, you got that on your nails? Well, now you have the right to get the shit kicked out of you. That's right, to get a hate crime. Right? Yep. Like, it, it's just so silly, but I'm just glad that over, like, even though you say, you know, it's taking you 48 years, but some people never get there. It's and it's true. unfortunate. Yeah. And I think that's a sad reflection of society. I agree, and I also think that's motivation why I, like, people like myself have to stay out. Right? Yeah, because cause you don't know who else in that room is struggling with that. Yeah, exactly. Or something very similar where yeah. they can associate and go, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh. And you just don't know. Nope. And it, I think the more, and I get a lot of inspiration from youth, like mm -hmm. even younger adults mm -hmm. who are much more open and accepting of people yeah. and are just like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, I just be happy. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do, right? Yeah. And I just find that that's more inspirational and more motivating to be a better human for myself. Mm -hmm. So when I see people like you starting to like live who you are, mm -hmm. that's inspiration for me. Even though I'm straight, I got issues inside me. You got stuff, man. But it's like, well, but if Dave can do that. And honestly, to me, that's well, a hurdle that's higher than you can imagine. Mm, it's pretty because high. Because I can't, I don't think there's anything in my life that would be that big. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't struggle with sexual identity, and mm -hmm. I think that's a core tenant of your body, mm -hmm. of your brain. Yeah. And I don't struggle with that. Yeah. So, like, my struggles are, like, just my own self-imposed mm -hmm. negative self-talk, that kind of shit. So, like, I just don't have that hill to climb. Mm -hmm. And it's, but it's inspirational to see, like, you at 48 can change, effectively change your life. Yeah, man. And, 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 and accept it and mm -hmm. love it and be happy with it. And I think for now, now is probably the first time I'm really kind of happy with it, right? Like, then that's awesome. And and content with with being whomever I am, right? Like, yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it is. It's hard. It was hard, man, for me. Lots of reasons, right? Um, but I think going back to what you mentioned about recovery being the process that really peels back that onion. Mm -hmm. I know you didn't use the onion peeling. No, no, but uh, analogy. But yeah, it's it's like that. That's what it is. It's to mm. me. Recovery has always been that way to me. Is it's not just going to show you stuff that you want to see. Like, no. And it's going to show you stuff that is. That's and it. eventually you're going to get deeper and deeper and go yep. to stuff where you don't want to touch. Yep. But you kind of have to. And I think you you've gone to. through a lot of that in the last two years even. Oh, for sure. The last two years have been incredibly like um, soul inspired. I don't want, I don't know if it's inspired, soul motivating. Yeah. Spiritually motivating. Man, yeah, yeah. To be motivated to get better. And to figure out why I don't get better sometimes. And well, and it hasn't been an easy road. No, man, it's been you. hard. Yeah. yeah, it's been hard. I haven't, I haven't liked it at all most of the time. Like yeah, it, but I've no, I've known that it's necessary, right? And the last year and five months have been like powerful with that, yeah. because I had to for the first six months I had to grieve the loss of Heather and I, right? Mm -hmm. And I was just grieving that. I just was trying to get through that and not yeah. be bitter or angry and thankfully I'm not and um, then it was the healing of okay now you need to like pay attention to what you need right yes because if, if I go back to what to do and stuff that is not fulfilling my needs 
I will most likely be in the same position again in a year or two, yeah. right? Where I now need to do this again, you know? Yeah. And being able to now look back on my life and see how many times I did that, where I was like, I'm going to put this off for a while. <laughs> I just need to focus on other stuff. This is too big. Um, and people don't really like it. Like, it's yeah. not something that's easy for people to accept. Um, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know, but it's just not, right? It, mm -hmm. And and so, but now it, it just seems like things fell into place a little bit, yeah. which is also what happens in recovery, right? When you keep peeling the layers as much as you need to, what happens is you get surprised, man. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not super surprised. <clears throat> no, but I'm actually quite, you know, um, I think quite aware that this was coming. Right? Yes. Like, because of all the, some of the awareness and the work that I've done through the years to peel back the layers yeah. have shown me that this beacon was out there. <laughs> this like beep flashing light <laughs> was like out in the middle of the dark water and I just needed to get there. Yeah. Right? I needed to like um, put my head down to swim through the dark water yeah. and just swim and get to that beacon. And once I got to the beacon, which I will say was a person, you know, mm -hmm. that helped me. I already mentioned his damn name. <laughs> yeah. But he was like a beacon. Yeah. Because at first, I mean, it was he was a gentleman. He was pol so polite and and so understanding about where I was coming from that it was it, it allowed me to be me. Right? Yeah. And then of course from that, I don't want to not be me anymore. Yeah. And so now I recognize maybe that's where. And again, I don't know for sure um, because life changes, things change. Yeah. But it sure feels like um, for the first time in my life, I am attracted to men and not women. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just, I'm not feeling that, right? Like, yep. um, and so that's something different. I'm not rushing that, right? Like, I'm mm -hmm. not trying to um, fill, fulfill all of my needs all at once, right? Because yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to do is see what my needs really are. Like, yes. And I want to go slow enough so that I don't just, like, blow in a china shop everything again and then get scared and go back and hide right yeah and so i really want to be careful yeah and also because it it involves other people sometimes right yeah um yeah i mean i i just want to be free like everybody and i want everybody Absolutely. to be free right yeah. like to be free to be themselves and whatever that looks like you know yeah. um it's a lot easier said than done right because obviously totally. this you know i'm 48 and some of these things I'm just doing for the first time in my life, right? Like, yeah. and giving myself permission to just be, you know, whether I'm yeah. with somebody or not, I just, I just am, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm attracted to men. Like yeah. This, if, if I could explain it away, I'm not sure I would. Like, because the reality is all of my experiences have brought me here. Exactly. And, and so, and if everything happens for a reason, which people like to believe, mm. Well, then here we fucking are. Exactly. <laughs> Whether you like my nail polish or not. And if you don't yeah. like my nail polish, that's okay. Yeah. You get some other ones. You go get some other colors. You don't have to be <laughs> rainbow, baby. That you guy can get that asked you, you want. why those colors, and I just thought, like, what colors would you like? Like, why not those colors? What is well, wrong with those colors? You know exactly what is wrong <laughs> with know. those colors, right? And I did too. And that's why yeah. I was like, right out of my mouth was like, instantly... Because I'm a queer man. Yeah. And I like the rainbow colors, right? And then the person was blown, mind blown it, for it, a moment, it, right? Yeah, Because yeah. they're fine. They're yeah. fine. It was just one of those things where it was like, oh, I think I knew that, but I didn't know that. Yeah. Right? Like they knew I was, but didn't know I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
And, they, and a lot of people, they don't see it now. They just assume it's like your past, right? And, yeah. and that's okay because, I mean, I'm not running around with anybody, mm. right? Like, so, yeah, it'd be easy to say for people who don't understand to think that, yeah, again, I'm losing my mind. Because um, yeah. I get it. I understand the perception of it. Yeah, yeah. When all of a sudden you see somebody who looks 100% different than they did yeah. a year ago, obviously yeah. you're gonna, people assume the worst, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, it didn't have to be obviously. You mm-hmm. could assume the best. You yeah, could exactly. assume that I really love the nail polish and that's why I got it. Yeah. I really love wearing nail polish, yeah. something I've never been able to do in my entire life. I mean, you could look at it like that, that For wow. Sure. What a freeing experience that must have been. Exactly, right? Right? Because it's not about them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it may seem like an imprisoning <laughs> thing to them that I got my nails done. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, we're all in trouble now. Now that Dave's gay, we're all gay. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'll have my nails done somehow. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Go ahead. I would have good nails for painting, but... Then you might want to try it. I, maybe I will. I maybe. don't know. I'm going to go with my nephew next month, and we're going to get our nails done. Nice. He, I sent pictures to my sister-in-law, and she said he loved it. Um, yeah. And I'm, of course, because he had his nails painted at some point, too. And it doesn't matter, right? This is what no. I mean. Like, just because you got your nails painted doesn't mean you're queer. No. For me, it's part of my queer expression, for sure. But that's yes. not what it is for everybody, right? <clears throat> no. Like, I mean, I don't know if my nephew's queer. Like, he's well, a, a lot kid. Of times, yeah, kids like, are just like, yeah. cool, I want to do that. Like, 100%. That's it. And it makes no difference, right? No. Like, just they don't connotate the sexual innuendos no. that might go with that because they're no. not idiots like us and think dirty, nasty thoughts about people. Well, and, and there, that's, <laughs> that's where it's like, we have to take our adult minds out of that process, right? Yeah. Because he's doing it because it looks wonderful and he likes how it feels and how it looks. Yeah. And for no other reason. It's It's fun, right? Yeah. That's good enough, man. Right. Right. And if that was my reason, that's good enough too. Too. Right. For me, it was a a different thing. It's an expression of that queer, the queerness, because I don't have, I don't have like a readily available expression (laughs) because (laughs) I've kind of made it impossible, right. To, um, to be more feminine appearing yeah. Unless I do something that makes me feel more feminine, yeah. right? And the nail, pol- the nails, hundred percent. I walked out of that salon feeling pretty fabulous, man. That's awesome, man. Um, like I'd heard people say, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's true. We had a good time in there. The girls, Absolutely. Man. We were all just laughing like a bunch of girls, man. It was great. Um, and that's just the, the feminine in me that was yeah. enga- able to engage with all the other femininity in the room without any sort of bars, right? Yeah. I, there was no pretension of anything. It was just yeah. allowing, for me, it was an, it's an expression of that femininity. Nice. Right? And yeah. So anyway, man, how long has that been? How long have we been going for? I don't know. Probably about an hour. Oh. Gee, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is good. Is there anything else that we need to talk about? I don't know. I don't think so. Is there anything that you feel like I missed? How about you? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. It feels really weird, to be honest with you. Like I, I'm so grateful that you and your friends and, and 
and teenagers can just be now. I like I'm so grateful for that because obviously there's a part of my heart that that's really hurt about that. That when I was younger I couldn't be that and couldn't do those things, or I could have. It just would have been really problematic in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being older makes it a little bit, I think, trickier in terms of other people's expectations, right? Not trickier in terms of mine, because now I'm more comfortable with my expectations and what I look, what I'm looking for. I don't need to rely on other people's, like, you know, um, what do they call that? Perceptions. I don't have to rely on their affirmations or anything like that. They don't have to understand. Because now that, because um, I am getting older, that's part of getting older too, right? It kind of goes hand in hand where you just start paying less attention to what all the barking dogs are saying. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of focus on what you're doing. and um, Focus so, on the people you care about and, and you care focus, about you. Yeah, you focus on the people who, who are really there for you and who, who um, matter every day, right? Yeah. Those are the, more, the most important relationships. Um, it doesn't mean the other ones aren't vital in some cases, um, but how those other um relationships go is not really super important to me, right? Because as long as I can make sure my side of the fence is, is cleared out and I'm being as honest as I can, um, I, I don't think, I don't think I can do it any other way. Right. Uh, I wish, do I wish I would have done it when I was younger? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, I wish I could have known, right. I wish I could have known. That's one thing. I wish I could have known maybe 20 years ago what I know now. And I probably would have just stayed out, right? Like, mm. because I would have been able to see. Not that, not that I wasted any time. I don't look at any of my time like wasted. It was all fun, and yeah. in some cases, terribly tragic, but also um, learning experiences. Yeah. Right. And and so, but I mean, if I'm honest, yeah, I would have liked to have avoided the last 25 years of misery, the yeah. added bit of misery that I felt when I would think about what I wasn't doing, right? And who mm. I wasn't being. And, um, yeah. and you know, for anyone out there in my life, like I understand this stuff is, is, can be tricky to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want you to know that ever since I was a kid, I felt like I, I, I was a woman as well, right? Like mm-hmm. I just wasn't able to talk about it because every time I like even let a little bit out, there was like the structure of society closing in, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that was something I never expressed to anybody in my yeah. family or anything. Um, and, and recently, I've only been able to express it to a few people, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I was still kind of like trying to make sense of it. But the reality is, man, ever since I was younger, I, there was a part of me that wanted to be a woman, and I thought yeah. I was a woman. So it uh, doesn't mean that I am thinking about transitioning, because I'm not. That's not who I feel I am. Who I feel I am is both. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and so... And what I feel like I haven't done is honor the, my feminine and, yeah. and to see if what that means, right? Like, cool. Because maybe by honoring my feminine with, with men, I'll be able to, or with women, depending, um, I'll be able to honor both you know, yeah. at some point, right? And I think that's what I'm trying to do, I guess, is honor both the whole of me um, and not cut something out that needs to be there, right? Like, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes we get rid of stuff thinking, well, that's not helpful, but it might be necessary. Yeah. And so I'm trying not to do that. I'm yeah. trying not to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if, if like people, you know, if people in my life are, have questions and stuff like that, I'm always open to answer them. Right. Mm. Like, and, but just to remember that that's how I felt since I was a kid. Yeah. I felt like I, I was also a woman. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, 
And now that I've connected with, with men in a different way, I recognize there's a lot of truth there, right? There's a lot Fair of enough. truth in, um, in those potential, potential relationships, I guess, um, for me anyway. Yeah. And I guess that's probably long enough, man. Like I, it was, uh, sure. most people's like coming out stories were like five minutes. <laughs> oh, not Dave's. No, no. Hey, we've talked about this before. Like we got three more hours of recording still, Dave. You can keep going, buddy. You brought the four hour long tape. You're like, <laughs> dude, it's Dave. We better do four hours. Um, bring the batteries. Yeah. <laughs> bring the batteries. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot more. I think one I, one thing I'd like to just kind of finish with, I guess, is if there's people out there that need help, like please, there are some of us who do understand and, mm-hmm. and who would be um, hopefully safe places. I, I can't tell you if I'm a safe place for you. You have to figure that out for yourself, of course. But yeah. um, if you do need help, we are here. Uh, and you don't have to be queer to call us. Um, you don't have to be straight. You don't have to be anything. You yeah. just have to want to like, you need want some help. For some support. Some, yeah, any yeah. kind of support. Yeah, we'll, we're offer like that, that for you. And um, yeah, take it, take it for me. We we do have. Um, yeah, I don't know. We have a pretty compassionate perspective, I think, in freedom's yeah. path overall. So I think so. Uh, yeah. So anyway, reach out if you need some help, and um, yeah, and if you need to, just say the word "gay" a hundred times. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it makes you feel better. Say it. <laughs> I mean, unless you're in Alabama or wherever the fuck that is, like down in. I don't even know <laughs> where it's illegal. Yeah, where it's illegal to say the word gay. <laughs> My God, man. It could know. be Florida. I mean, and Florida of all places. Right. Florida has like a huge gay community, like Miami. Everything like, is crazy in Florida. Yeah. I don't know how you ban anything in Florida. Mm. I know. Well, I'm just glad to see that you're you're happier. Thanks, man. And hey, I think it's awesome that you're finally living who you are. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I, I too am pretty happy about it. I don't know what'll happen. I mean, you know, no, none of us we, do. Yeah, what are we gonna do? Exactly. Right on, dude. Thanks awesome. for thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, thank you.